Hey guys, welcome back to the Visionary Twins podcast. It's the Lenny Movement podcast, and on today's episode, we want to talk about the four common experiences that we believe we can all learn from. We believe that we've had so many cliche experiences that we so much undervalue. We don't want to put a much more focus on because we feel like they don't really matter. But because we feel like all those experiences, because they're all inevitable, they are worth thinking about. They are worth becoming a part of our daily practice. They are worth our attention. So we figured out that if we could have this conversation, it will open you up to say, "Have I met such a such a very difficult moment in my life?" But have I actually engineered this mindset that it's a very common it's a common experience? It's not cliche. But I can learn from it, right? You don't have to feel like all your experiences are just, you know, something very unique. So I just want we just wanted to talk about that, and I'm joined by my twin, obviously, and just want to share some of the four things that we can all learn from common experiences. I'm super honored and super happy to be a part of uh, today's episode, and. Um, I'm a super believer in the fact that we have the experience of other people, right? And that's something that I believe has had me has, has had a very huge impact in how I really view people and in how I view myself and in how I did not even devalue the experience that comes with my personal life or perhaps in my personal life or perhaps in the life of other people. And that's why today we decided to say that what are some of the most common and cliche uh, experiences. I truly believe that there's no dominance hierarchy in the art of experiences, right? There's no better experience. It's all it's it's all the same, you know, it's it's all the same. We cannot really say that this is the better experience and this is the worst experience, right? You could either learn in good experiences, you can you can also learn in bad experiences, right? So there's no better the only thing that that, that happens after that is how you would love to take into consideration what Maxwell said. He said that Experience isn't the best teacher, but evaluated experience is the best teacher, right? And how you can be able to put that into practice and allow that to occupy the part of you. So today we're super excited that we're going to talk about um, the far common experiences to learn from. And because we want to be so pragmatic, we just wanted to point out only four, what I would say personally that these are the most common, 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 more than the common um, experiences that we all face in business, in relationships, in school, in our own what field or domain. We feel that we don't, number one, the edge to want to give up. That's the most important thing. That's the most important, common, I would say, experience that we all have to learn from, right? That in your life specifically, in your life personally, you want to reach the staircase where you feel like, I want to give up. I don't want to carry on. I just feel like this is not for me, right? We all have felt like that. And I feel like that's the best education you could ever derive your life from, right? To say that um, how many people have actually wanted to give up, but I feel like that's not so powerful. Think about people who wanted to give up and think about the change that you see today in this world. And think about whether those people, have they wanted, had they decided to give up, would we have such a very, what, effective world, such a very transforming world? Would we have people like Mark Zuckerberg? Would we have people like all these great inventors, Steve Jobs, you can think about them. You can think about the White Brothers, right? 
if they could have decided to give up, we could have not seen such development in our own lives. So I feel like you, you mentioned something about uh, what uh, Maxwell said, that evaluated experiences really is the genius behind every person's success, right? That you, you find yourself in a situation where you feel like, you know what, this is the hardest thing. And I feel like I really cannot, you know, overcome this moment. I'm not good enough in this skill set. When we talk about, when, when, when Maxwell spoke about evaluated experience, he meant that you should begin to think about those moments in a much more effective way, in a much more pe peculiar way, in a much more learnable way to say, is it really a, a, a question of me giving up or is it really a question of whether can I test myself, challenge myself to grow and become better, a better person in that skill, right? That evaluated perception really changes the whole narrative. But because this uh, inevitable situations or experiences, it makes it worth considering. It makes it worth you not giving up in that particular area of your life. And, 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 and when you speak about the urge, uh, the, the urge to want to give up, you look at people like Brownless, who is a very, very, what, a very exciting experience when you talk about the urge, for giving, the urge to give up or to, the urge to want to give up. You look at him, how he was actually labeled mentally retorted and when he was in school and then he, what, surprisingly met up with a guy whom he told him that he wants to become a disc jockey and then the guy told him that go to a, a close uh, radio and they'll tell them that you want to really be a, a radio presenter you want to be behind the you want to be a disc jockey and then you know what happened uh, he was rejected three times and then f actually two times and then for the third time when he went back to that guy because of his hunger his energy because of his the ability to want to do it he went back and then he was actually given the opportunity and the miracle and the universe conspired because at a particular, if you know the story, you know that what happened is that the guy who was a disc, disc jockey at a particular moment found himself drunk in a particular moment and then that's how he got the opportunity. He got to replace the guy in an instant because he was prepared and he said something powerful, he said something powerful that that guy told him that don't let the appearance of other people to become your reality. And then now we see fast forward 10 to 15 years, Brown Lass is one of the most world acclaimed speaker, right? The urge to want to give up, but then you make a choice that, you know what, I cannot really succumb to this, right? So, but let me talk about um, the, the most common experience I, I would suggest we can all learn from is that you choose what you're looking for, right? I love that. You choose what you're looking for. The world is... The world is your playground and you choose which, which game you want to play. You choose which uh, position you want to find yourself in. You, you choose which you have a very, very want. You have a very compounded, uh, compounded what, control of what you, choose to, what you choose to look for, right? And what you choose to look for, really, it's, it, it comes to your energy, right? Because it's about energy. Whatever that you are looking for, then now you, what, you put your energy into it. And then it never, it, energy becomes attention, right? And then you give attention to that, which I do not know what you're focusing on. I do not know what you're choosing to look for. And then you put your energy into it. And then now it moves from the second stage, which is your focus now. It becomes your aim. It, your focus becomes your aim. What are you aiming at? I, it's that thing that you are actually choosing really is worth the while. And then now it comes to the third thing. It, it comes to the, the part of consistency, which is time, right? 
what is it that you're choosing? Are you giving time? Are you giving consistent time to something that helps you grow or something that helps you not to become better at all? So you choose what you're looking for. And the world is out there to give you exactly what you're looking for. And it's not a coincidence that you chose the path for you. You chose that path for yourself. It's a direct proportion of your decision to say, this is what I choose to believe in. This is what I choose to chase. This is what I choose to really what put my entire life into. Right? So you choose what you're looking for. And we can all learn that if we can really direct, if you change. I love the quote that says that if you change the way you look at things, the, look you, the things you look at change. So if you can change the thing that you want to choose to look at, then now everything chooses, actually everything changes instantly, right? So we can learn from that common experience. And, and to add to that, I feel like what I've personally learned from what you've been talking about is that the world is like a movie, right? It's like a movie production. And you get to choose exactly which part you want to play. You get to choose which which part you want to play. And I've I've been listening I've been listening to Eddie Penaris podcast. He said that everyone is given a clay in this world and you get to choose what you build out of that clay. And that's such a very powerful thing, so pragmatic in such a sense that you really cannot undervalue it, right? That you are given a camera, you're given a clay, you're given a whatever. Right, a mic, let's say for a speaker, and a speaker has to choose what he wants to talk about, right? So you choose what you're looking for. And and what I learned again is that whatever that you're looking for, it's looking for you too. It lo- it's looking back at you, right? And it, it's there to grip your attention, it's there to grip your energy, it's there to, to grip something out of you. So it's such a very powerful thing to learn. And the, the third thing that we would really um, want to put into context which is the four which is a sec- the third um, common experience is they need to want to compare things right we won't dwell much on this one but what we believe to be true is that the human mind was designed to in some way to compare things it's that's its natural state it, it is always looking to compare two things right so we've adopted and adopted that 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 modality right that so much that we want to make it a part of our lives. But what I really want to point out is that naturally when we want to compare things, it is literally because we've started judging things in a much more negative way, right? The judgment of things in our lives, the judgment that we, that we, what, that we, that we design, I would say, is from um, our own natural proclivity against what we're looking at, right? If you judge something as difficult as not in you know, that you're not capable of doing it, you start to want to compare it with someone else's what way of doing things, right? You could have uh, a- another person wanting to design a a social app, right? But they won't design it as Mark Zuckerberg did, right? They will have their own you know, technological intelligence and all that, but it really does not mean that they can become Mark Zuckerberg, right? So we believe that we are constantly comparing ourselves to certain things, but we believe again that there's a very um, great thing to learn out of that, and that is there's a healthy way of comparing things, right? We want to what um, inspire you in some way to say, yes, you could look at yourself, and you could look at the next person. It's very natural to want to do that, right? But the most important thing to consider is that you have to look at 
that you have to make up that that comparison in such a way that it's, it, it makes you want to grow. It makes you want to get to the next step. But if you want to compare things in such a way that they disempower you versus empower you, it really doesn't make sense. So there's really great value out of learning that we can compare things, but there's really much value in learning that whatever that you compare yourself to, whatever that we compare ourselves things, whatever it may be, we, we get so much value out of it instead of being consumed and disempowered by it. I love that. I think that's super powerful. And the fourth and last uh, common experience that we might basically want to learn from is that you have a choice on what you want to suffer for, right? Yeah. You have a choice on what you want to suffer for. Uh, Jordan Peterson said something powerful. He posed that a question is that to one of his students that what should be the aim for oneself, right? What, you sh what should be your aim in your 20s? As a, as a young person, what should be your aim? If you say, I want to aim at something, what should that be? And he said that the aim in, uh, the aim in your 20s is to not is to fix some things in your life to, to the point where you don't want to make... Okay, let me put it in this way. Is to ensure that you don't, you don't have to suffer more stupidly than you can, right? That is something very powerful. I love that because we, we choose the amount of suffering we want to allow in our lives, right? And I don't want to talk... There's a difference between pain and suffering, right? Pain is inevitable and suffering is... It's, 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 it's the, the weight you're willing to carry for a certain period of time, right? And hence, I mean, hence I'm saying you, you choose what you want to suffer for, right? And that which you want to suffer for, is it really worth the while, right? Do you want to suffer because then now you are suffering the pain of wanting, or you're suffering because then now you want, you are in a fight for people's attention, right? You're in the fight for wanting people to love you, wanting people to appreciate you. That is the kind of suffering that which we do not really have to. That's the kind of suffering that I do not believe that we have to engage ourselves in, right? Because it's still so our joy, it's still, it's still so our peace, right? So you don't want to engage in that kind of suffering. So as I'm saying, you choose what you want, what you want to suffer for. Is that which you want to suffer for really worth the while? So that's exactly what I truly believe we all have to take into consideration. What is it that you want to suffer for? And is it, is it worth suffering for? And what are the benefits of that? And if you could suffer it for, for a short period of time, what should be the benefits of that, right? It's always important. So we believe that we try environments to engage with you on the four, four common experiences to learn from. And uh, you could actually add on to those experiences or those cliche, I would say, uh, common experiences and say, wow, this one sounds a little bit better. But at the end of the day, that's what we truly believe as... The, our common uh, experiences that we, we have let, learned from and that we have basically put on our time and energy into trying to learn. So it was super exciting that we had to really uh, come to the end of this episode. And it's quite exciting because then now we are moving and moving. So if you're one of those people who really love listening to our podcast and if you really want to know exactly what it is that we want to learn from, like we said, this is the Learning Movement Podcast. Everything that we do, it's all about learning. It's all about exposing yourself to learning and becoming better over time, right? This is the urgent... I mean, this is... Um, uh, the Land Movement Podcast, this is where learning is the new luxury, so we're super excited.